Michael and Heifert present This Week in Horror. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Everett. And I'm Sicklin. We're Sicklin Everett. We're on Halliburton Harris. And we have a lot to cover today. Oh my gosh, so many things. So, we gotta hurry, we gotta go fast, let's go. We don't have to go fast, so right now, we, we just don't have time to okay. chit-chat today, like okay, we're doing well, currently I'm right stressing. now. Like, I'm oh, chit-chatting really? to you, and now I'm we're stressing about this. valuable time. We're, we're pressing it, okay, well now I'm stressed even more. Alright, well, now, today we oh, have boy. a bunch of trailers we're gonna talk about, and a bunch of movies that we're gonna talk about, so um, let's get through these trailers, and then we can uh, spoil a bunch of movies for everybody. Yay, spoil movies. All right, first trailer we got is for a movie called Pterodactyl, or what uh, Sickle put in here is Pterodactyl, but it's actually called Pterodactyl, colon, Extinction USA. <laughs> um, I, at first time I saw this trailer, I didn't really know, because like, the first few seconds of the trailer are like real live footage, and then the rest of it is this crazy CG thing that I've never seen before, but also seems to work for itself, weirdly enough. Like, it looks like it's going to be really cheeky and terrible, but like... It knows that, right? Yes. Oh, yes. It's very self-aware. And I, I could be wrong, and I didn't actually look at, like, the date of release, but I assume that it's, I mean, since it's not out yet, that maybe this might be a COVID movie. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, and too. I was looking it's for a bunch of people of that just piece this thing together out of CG. Which really I'm all crappy for. CG. So, yeah. Uh, but it's basically about, uh, what is it, like, the... The world uh, balloon day, it's a balloon day disaster, but it's like based on real events, air quoting of the balloon day disaster, but it's like a pterodactyl, it's all like attacking the national weather, uh, hot air balloon day, and, and uh, it just looks stupid and fun, and it's going to be really dumb and awesome, so. And there is, and there is no referent, frame of reference that we can give you for how bad the CG looks in this, like. Three levels below sci-fi original, and it looks hilarious because of it. But yeah, but it's, it's like be still also good because like <laughs> the way that they tend to work things in seems like it's good, but also bad. But it's so well done for like it could either be really well done for what the resources they had, or just really bad for the resources they had. So but I, I just I, I do think it's hilarious that they like, especially if this is a COVID movie. That, like, they solve their social distancing problem by just, like, putting really bad CG models behind people. Yeah, I like, noticed that, too, the, the military actors. scene, and it's, like, a bunch of soldiers who all have the same, like, look. <laughs> yeah, it, it looks pretty funny. All right. All right. The next movie um, is called Come, and, Come Play, and uh, it's about an autistic child who uh, basically has to use, like, these apps and things to communicate, and all of a sudden he, he starts reading the story about, uh, what is the name of the thing? Like Larry or something? I don't know. But he starts reading this thing about some... It's like some specific name that he has. Um, reading the story about this, like, thing who just wants a friend. And it's this really creepy, like, <laughs> like skeleton thing that you should go check out. Because they show it in the trailer. And it sounds like it's one of those movies that are not going to be shy with it. Like, freaking Z was. And, um... So... I don't know. I'm excited for it. It looks really cool because it escalates. It looks like it escalates pretty quickly. It's got a lot of cool effects in it. Um, decent actors and actresses. So it's just everything I wanted Z to be. I agree. It it, it takes. It looks like or not. I mean, it promises uh, obviously from the trailer that it will deliver on what the monster is. So like, even though it's probably going to be hiding and have some level because it does like apparently like hide inside of his app or something a little bit or at least it can't be revealed unless it's being seen through it but Until it also does look like it, it, it shows itself off yeah exactly yeah so it yeah it looks like i think it looks like a lot of fun yeah all right uh the next movie we have is called the dark and the wicked and 
this and a few other ones on here are ones that are like Sickle puts them on the list, and I'm like, why did I watch this? Like, what is this, <laughs> and why should I care about this movie? So um, go for I'll... it. <laughs> <laughs> um, for this one, it, I mean, it feels kind of like this. It's a kind of a haunted house possessiony type movie. It seems like, um, and the reason I put it on there is that I feel like this is a movie that's trying to um, ride the wave of the success of movies like The Witch and um, Hereditary and everything, where it's, like, trying that, like, super subversive horror. But it's also got, like, really crappy, like, the thing that was kind of cool about uh, Hereditary was they didn't really, like, have any, like, really crappy CG in it, you know? Or any kind of, like, dumb effects. And this movie, like, halfway through the trailer starts doing dumb demon possession effects, and I'm like, come on, like, this is stupid. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, I just, I feel like it's unoriginal trying yeah. to be original like those other movies. And it's so, I don't know. Yeah, I agree. I, I'm not super excited for The Dark and the Wicked. But check it out if you want. I mean, it's only a trailer, so it's not like you're losing anything. But maybe it's up your alley, but just not our cup of tea, I think. Yeah. And I'm just, I'm scared. Not scared, but I'm, Good. I'm, I'm nervous. <laughs> I'm nervous that uh, this is going to be a trend, that people are going to try to copy Ari Aster and um, Robert Eggers' styles and not be able to succeed because those guys are talented. So, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, it could be like a Nolan. It could be like the new Nolans, yeah. Yeah. All right, this next one, though, I was very surprised about. So, I saw the title, and I was like, what? That seems like a weird title. The Babysitter Killer Queen. <laughs> what does that mean? What is that about? I click on the trailer, and all of a sudden, I'm, I'm introduced to this sequel to the Babysitter movie that's on Netflix. And it's, like, a kind of legit sequel to that movie. Like, it looks really oh, good. Oh, um, It looks so good. Yeah, and I, they did a really good job in the trailer of kind of making the trailer exciting. And you're like, oh, is she going to be in it? I can't remember her name right now for the love of me. I just want to Samara say, Weaving. Samara Weaving, yeah. Is she going to be in it? And then, like, I won't tell you if she is or not. But uh, maybe? Maybe you're lucky? Maybe not? But it, it, it looks really cool. I You should go just go check out the trailer. If you like the first Babysitter or... And like like horror comedy at all, this is right up your alley. The Babysitter is probably one of my favorite movies of, of like on Netflix right now. Oh, and I have to say that like this is the way to do a sequel. Like I, I just love the idea of just like instead of just like resetting the formula from the first one by just adding a different a new cult in, they kind of reset the formula by keeping the same people, finding in, a way in to a make that situation. work. Yeah, exactly. And I just think that's hilarious. Mm-hmm. And I think it's so perfect that like, and, and it like just adds this crazy twist to how the first one went that like, cause the first one's really not supernatural at all. Yeah. And, and then it, and then it just, and then it, this one is just like, Oh no, it is. This is totally like, this is crazy. I mean, but it's not supernatural stuff. to the point of like, like they're trying to do a like satanic ritual. Right. But yeah, I get your point. Yeah. 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 Um, but anyway, <laughs> it's kind of cool to see sequels nowadays. I mean, there's not a lot of sequels as much anymore as there's just remakes. Maybe I'm wrong about that. There's there's sequels, obviously, but it's cool to see sequels come out to this franchise as you like. Yes, like Happy Death Day to You. Yeah, and even though that movie wasn't like as good as, or it, actually that one did the similar thing. They kind of flipped the formula. They still had the time, like the the time travel thing, but or the the reliving the day thing, but it got a little crazy, right? Yeah. So. <laughs> uh, the next one we have is called Help, and I think this is another one that I'm like, why did Dalton put this on here? I have no idea what's going on. I don't understand yeah. this movie. 
Oh, yeah. No, uh, I'm definitely putting on garbage on there for us to talk about how much garbage it is. <laughs> and I have no idea why. I'd, 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 I, I mean, what is that movie even about? I don't know. From the trailer. I can't. It, it <laughs> no seems like one of those, about. like, trailers that, like, the YouTube video that we're looking at for the trailer is, like, a trailer that someone repurposed from an old trailer, and they're like, help, teaser trailer, 2021, dark psychological thriller, dash YouTube, and it's like, this is a hits thing, it feels like. Is this even a new movie? Who knows? Like, <laughs> Yeah, it did not look, it doesn't look good to me. I don't know. It almost looked just like a dark drama. Like, it doesn't even look like a horror or a thriller movie. It's just, like, this people yelling at each other and punching things. I don't know. Yeah, and uh, we'll get into it a little later when we talk about She Dies Tomorrow, but Help looks like it's got the same pitfalls, but in a less uh, art house way than She Dies yeah. Tomorrow. So, Alright, let's get this one out of the way, because uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm super excited for this new Batman movie. Oh, snap. Okay. I am too, and I'm. I I didn't know if we'd be on the same page. Oh yeah, I mean, so go ahead, tell they me. showed. I, I can't wait to see what they do with it, and I can't wait to see somebody else do another Batman movie. It's a Batman man. Like I'm gonna watch Batman. Batman movies. Like, why would I not watch Batman movies? Like, and especially since this is like a diff- they're doing different. They're doing something different. You know, it's still Batman, but it's different, and I'm all for that. Like, take it out of the. I mean, I don't know if it's in the DCU or whatever, but I don't know. I'm I'm ready. It looks. It looks, to me, it looks like the darkest, most brutal Batman yet. The darkest timeline. <laughs> like, um, I'm, I'm going to give away a little bit from the trailer here really quick, but, like, there's a scene where he's just uh, beating up some henchman dude, and he just lays into the guy. Like, the, like the brutality that he executes on that one guy yeah, really got cool. me into it. But I I do have I do have a small complaint. Wait, wait, before you go that, I thought that brutality, okay. to the brutality thing. So, like, one of the things I think I kind of like about the Nolan movies, uh, yeah, I'm surprised I like something about a Christopher Nolan movie, is, yes. um, like, how they styled Batman's fighting through every movie, and how they made it different than, like, other superhero fighting, right? They didn't make it, like, um, like, they didn't go, like, the, like, the kind of kung fu, like, martial arts route, they went, like, with a very practical, like, this dude's in armor, this is how you would fight route, and yeah. I like when they take that into account when they're doing fighting things, so it was really cool to see him do, like, the Batman version, which is just, like, this dude's angry and he wants to, to, like, put someone down who's been threatening him as quick as possible. It was, yeah, I don't know, it was really definitive, you know, of that type of Batman that they're going to show. So, that's cool. I agree. Um, you might have just said it, that, but I just felt like I needed to get it out of my head. Oh, no, you're good. No, I'm glad that, yeah, that, I'm, we felt very similar about that. I I, I do have one thing, and it, it's fine. I got to get over it <laughs> with Batman, but I am getting a little bit tired of them recycling the same like five Batman villains because they're never gonna do Clayface. Just get over ba- it. I know. Okay, but they won't do Killer Croc either. They did Killer and Croc and just... Suicide Squad, and that movie died. <laughs> That's not a. But it was a. <laughs> but it was a Batman villain, and I just I um I know that they won't ever do Clayface. Clayface is my favorite, and I can't. But I mean, I I'm just I'm just tired of the, like I feel like Batman has the best Rogues Gallery. In the history of superheroes, I don't know. And they... The Riddler seems pretty cool in this one, like more. No, so. no he does. Like, like That's he kind of feels I'm like so Arkham, Street, Arkham City, like Riddler, you know. Like yes, the video totally. Game. Yeah, and and that's why I'm still excited. Like, I'm really excited for it still. And um, I I am one of the few, I guess, that really like Jim Carrey's Riddler. Me too. And I I thought he was a lot of fun. Um, but I'm excited to see a darker Riddler, mm-hmm. and I feel like it's gonna be more like maybe like Kevin Spacey from Seven. Like that kind of oh, thing, cool, yeah. which would be cool. Um, so I'm, I am super excited. It's just that you know, deep down, I, I just want, I just really wanted to see 
a, a merman, you know, like from uh, um, Cabin in the Woods. I'm just like <laughs> sure. the guy from Cabin in the Woods. I just really want to see the merman. And so I just really want the crazy ones from Batman's Rogues Gallery. That's all. Yeah. But whatever. I mean, they'll probably do like Calendar Man, and then you'll be like, "Well, I guess that's kind of what I meant. Didn't I didn't mean that? <laughs> but like, I guess it's I did wasn't specific enough." Um, so like, let's lose that a little tangent. Did you see the like the Suicide Squad? Like, here's the Suicide Squad trailer thing they released. Like, it introduced all the characters from Suicide Squad. The new one. No. Okay. Well, we'll talk about that next time. You should go watch that. It makes me really excited for the for uh, James Gunn's Suicide Squad. Just suffice to say, it's hard for me not to get excited for something that James Gunn's attached to. Agreed. I, I don't. I just don't think that he'll because I think that if it's something that is going to suck. No offense to any you know certain characters and everything. He'll make it work. Just like no offense to. I mean, like don't... I know that everybody. I know everybody loves Guardians of the Galaxy, but you love Guardians of the Galaxy because of James Gunn. You don't love Guardians of the Galaxy. Those characters suck. On paper, they suck. I mean, suck. I kind of like Robbie and Groot on paper more because it's <laughs> way more silly. Like, their yeah. adventures are, like, way dumber and I like it more, but I get what you're saying. Like, yeah. I didn't really enjoy much of the Guardian comics I read because they, when I was reading them, they always were just crossing over with, like, other things and nobody had their own story. And it's like, how do you follow five people in one comic? Like, name another comic that does that successfully. The there Fantastic Five. <laughs> okay, cool. Got it. Moving on. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Monsters of Man is our one of our second to last trailers we have here. Monsters of Man is a crazy movie about... It kind of comes off right at the beginning, like kind of... What's that movie? Ch- Choppy? What's the movie? The one... Oh, yeah. Ch- uh, um, Chappie. Chappie. Kind of looks like something like that, and you're like, what's going on? This is so unassuming. Why would someone remake this? And then all of a sudden, like, <laughs> these, like mo- these robots get dropped into like a military zone in like a like a jungle country and then it shit gets real and you should just go check out the trailer before like so i mean i'm wearing a spoiler trailer but it's good to watch because it surprised me like what happened with the plot surprised me and made it more into like a survival thing than it did like where just robots are like these killer robots and then it's a sci-fi movie like you know um that will i am i am no what's that freaking movie with irobot there you go that's what i'm thinking of oh yes irobot yeah it's and it also kind of reminded me of one. I don't think that you saw it at um, Tell Your Ride Horror Show, but uh, Kill Command um, was kind of about robots that went crazy. Um, and it this one doesn't seem like it's going to be quite the same. But um, I will say that like the trailer, the way that it presents itself, it does seem like it might be a little clunky. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it is an indie film, um, and so it does kind of play like one. But the effects, the effects for the robots are, is really good. Um, which I think is paramount for indie films like this to work well. And and I think that the plot seems really interesting. Agreed. And there's just something to me about the way that they move and operate that seems kind of creepy and unsettling to me. Mm-hmm. And I like it because I think it'll add, I think it'll be kind of like Predator where you'll get a little bit of that horror element, even though it's going to be mostly kind of action-y. Mm-hmm. Uh, last one, just quick mention, is that there's a new Tremors movie coming out. And the only reason that I wanted to bring this up uh, with Sickle was because it it's set in a new environment, right? It's it's in a jungle island somewhere, which is kind of cool to change the environment for Tremors. Uh, and mm-hmm. it's got, like, a weird, cool cast of people, like, a weird cast that, like, you wouldn't think would be involved, like, John Heater's in it, and you're like, what? Yeah. Like, why is that in there? <laughs> and so, like, I don't know. It's the, it's the, like, I saw the one, I guess the other one was in Africa, but that's still kind of like Utah in terms of, like, it's just like a savanna slash desert, so it's not, like, a huge change. But this one looks like it could be interesting, and it's going to be dumb, I know, but I want to watch it. So. 
Yeah, I am. I have a, and, and I mean, I know Ifrit feels my pain a little bit on this, but like, you know, ever since the original, which obviously was all practical effects, um, they've had less and less until like, I think the third one had a little bit. And then after that, they were just like, eh, screw it. We're not going to do practical effects anymore. And that makes me a little sad. But now that I'm over it, I can still enjoy these movies. I, I still love the Tremors series, I, except for the Old West one, which I hate. I just, I can't stand that one. But the rest of them are pretty good. I mean, they're goofy at this point. They've given in to the fact that this is all they'll be. And I think that because they've embraced it, it's gotten better. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I feel like the last one was better than the last two. Oh, the, yeah. The fifth the, I one, did yeah. like the last one. Yeah. So. All right. Uh, so let's move on to some reviews. So this is the spoilery part of the episode. If you're just talking about a movie, we're probably going to say something that might spoil it. So, you know, if you were sticking with us for just a trailer review, thanks. And we, uh, we appreciate you. Uh, if you want to stick with us through the movie reviews, then welcome to the movie review part of the episode. Uh, so the first thing we're going to talk about is The Hunt. So uh, this movie is one of the, the like quarantine early release movies. Um, it came out a while ago, but uh, it's one that also got pushed back because of some... It got pushed back for reasons that I don't really want to get too deeply into, but it got pushed back and then it got released digitally, right? So you could watch it on Amazon yes. right now. Uh, so I didn't get to see it yet, but uh, Sickle is going to tell us what he thought about it. So I thought it was a lot of fun, um, and I thought that it was clever. And I feel like um, that it's been getting really bad reviews, and I I understand that like a lot of the humor is very on the nose, um, so some people may see that as not clever. I thought it was clever because it didn't pick sides. So obviously the hunt is pretty political it's about a group of people which i won't i'll try not to ruin it too much here but like it's a group of political people that decide that they're gonna hunt and kill another group of political people and it that's the basic plot of the movie hmm. and so like people for whatever reason i think i think at least subconsciously they were offended by it because the entire movie spends its time making fun of both sides and i think to me, that I like, I just think that's hilarious, and I think that you know, it, it, either everything's everything's up for grabs, everything can be funny or nothing can be funny. Like that's the way I feel about comedy, and so you know, if you can't laugh at yourself, then you're not enjoying life. And so I, I just really enjoyed it. I thought that the jokes were hilarious. I thought the characters were really great. I thought the main character, um, who is just this crazy, powerful person that's just like you know beating the crap out of everybody and all of her lines are hilarious she's like a sociopath almost and i just thought that like everything about that movie was really funny and enjoyable and entertaining if you can just like put your you know pride aside and just enjoy it for what it is and just realize that it was for fun and like you know just poking fun at the holes that everybody has in their you know like their logics and their worldviews and everything and just enjoy it i don't know i think the hunt was amazing i thought it was a lot of fun cool i'll have to check it out all right i watched a movie that um so there was a bunch of movies that came out um like in the last few weeks that we have been kind of interspertly watching that's not a word watching intermittently <laughs> through over the weeks uh one like of which we're going to talk about it's called uncle peckerhead once we watch it uh but that's going to happen soon <laughs> um but, but we did go watch a bunch of other ones um one of the ones that we were kind of excited about um, on a previous, very recent episode was She Dies Tomorrow. And I got a chance to check that one out. Um, I was, it was kind of very similar to what I was expecting in terms of like the, like, 
paranoia and like the, the psychosis stuff. So like, a lot of the movies centered around like the main character, and the main character is this girl who basically uh, thinks she's gonna die tomorrow, and you don't really figure out why, but you kind of get some ideas. And then she tells her friend, and then her friend tells her brother and their friends at a party, and it just kind of is like infectious, right? The idea that they're gonna die tomorrow is infectious, and. So I will give it that, like, I think that it was really confusing. Like, as somebody who's not really into, like, the art house style movies, like, and needs the, like, things kind of laid out a little bit more, I was very confused throughout most of the movie because I was really trying to, to figure out what was going on, but the movie didn't tell me. Like, it would never tell me what was happening. So I had to look up some articles and try to figure it out. Like, there's a lot of things where you're like, I really want to know why she thinks she's going to die tomorrow, um, because the main character, like, has this idea of why she's going to die tomorrow, right? Um, she, she starts telling people, or she tells the one person that, and then she's, the next person thinks that they're going to die tomorrow, but wants to know more about why, like, the, but she doesn't get to contact the first person who told her that, again, the main character again. I can't remember the names because it's inconsequential. Um, <laughs> and then she goes and tells, like, her brother and her brother's wife and these two people at a party, and that's kind of like where it all goes right and then like they there's this okay so there's like there's three there's like four or five arcs one of the arcs is the two people at the party who weren't the brother and the daughter and the, and the daughter-in-law right or like sorry the the brother of the girl maybe i should just look up names but let's just do this the first arc is the lady that you start with right you figure out that like she was at some kind of like uh like cabin with her boyfriend and then her boyfriend was taught like meant to go get the pizza from the door and that's when everything went south like apparently the pizza guy said something and that made him think he was gonna die in like two days or something like that and he ends up killing himself right and then it passes to her like in the process of him getting through that and killing himself it passes to her right so she then comes back to her house that she just bought and she has her own kind of adventure going through her own shit because she like apparently had an abortion and did all this other stuff and there's a lot of character development there that I wasn't super interested in because I was trying to figure out what was going on in the movie, right? And then the, the the lady that she talks to, like, so the main character talks to her friend. And the friend has her own kind of adventure going through, like, what she, like, does for a living and, like, why she's, like, doing all that stuff, right? Then there's an arc with the brother and the wife where they, like, have a kid and then they tell the kid that they're going to die tomorrow and then she gets infected and then you're not really sure if they ended up killing the kid or not because they felt bad or, like, they didn't want her to suffer. That was kind of an interesting one because that was, like, a... You're like, oh, what happened there, right? And then the other arc with, like, the guests at the party are, like, is, like, boring. Like, they just didn't love each other but they were lying about it. So the in this, like, apocalyptic kind of tie tomorrow scenario thing is making them be honest, right? So, but that's the thing. Is, sorry, and I, I could talk about this for a while, but the the main thing is you really want them to figure, you really want to try to figure out why everybody thinks they're going to die tomorrow, and everybody's, like, on the same timetable, right? Like, the the boyfriend figured out he was going to die, like, two days from now, kills himself, and then, the like, by the time he's killed himself, the girlfriend, who's the main character, is like, I'm going to die tomorrow, and then everybody's, it's like following everybody over that night, that period of night and day, next day, right? But... The, the movie ends, and this has got to be the shittiest ending of any movie I've ever seen. It, and this is like, yeah, it's like waking up from a dream, right? Oh, it was all a dream. Uh, she's sitting there, dealing with the fact that she's ready, or she's not ready to die. Um, and then it just cuts to black. And you're like, what? Like, tell me what's happening in this movie. 
Because uh, there's some really cool stuff. Like she, she, she's like she's she's dealing with it. Like everybody's coping, right? Because they're all thinking they're gonna die, so they're doing like really weird, crazy stuff, which is kind of interesting. But she really wants to turn herself into a leather, like a leather jacket, because she's like, well, I'm not gonna use my body after I'm dead. Like, I wonder if I could be turned into a leather jacket. And this is really weird sub arc of her thing, but like it just doesn't go anywhere. Like, and I'm sure that better people than me have will be able to suss meaning out of that movie. But if you could have just added a little bit more explanation, just like Vivarium, I think that I would have enjoyed it a lot more. That's that sounds it. like that sounds like such a weak payoff. It, it is, but, like, I will say that there. I think it's worth watching for free. Like, watch it for free, get confused, get angry. It'll make you feel things, which is good, because entertainment's supposed to do that. But I didn't feel any good things, and I spent $5 on it, so. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So let's move on to a movie we both watched uh, that we're, we both liked. Yes. Okay. So Spree, uh, I think Sickle wrote a review about it already, so we won't spend too much time on it, because I think we're towards the end of the episode anyway. Uh, but Spree is a movie that we checked out last week. It's about a, basically, let's say, it's a content creator t- who's an, like an Uber driver, Spree driver, as they call it, Spree, who, in order to get more likes, for various reasons, it's explained through the movie, starts killing people that he's taking on Spree rides with, and he's doing this thing on his channel called The Lesson, teaching people how to do it, and it is just a crazy nonsense romp through, like, this dude's, like, day, right? And the day he's teaching the lesson. And it's, like, found footage, but it's really good. Like, it's not done in a normal found footage fashion because it's all fixed camera found footage, right? Which I thought was genius. A genius way to shoot, right? Because yeah. not a lot of found footage does fixed camera stuff, but because of the way he's, like, positioning himself, he has, like, you know, the phone that's on his, like, car, and then he sets car cameras up around his car, and then there's, like police cameras and stuff every once in a while. And it's not, I guess, not all found footage, right? Some of it's not. But, or, or is all of it? No, it is. Yeah, okay. all of it is. They, they're so seamless, I don't even know. But I thought it was <laughs> fantastic. And I'll let Sickle talk about his feelings so I don't take up the whole time. No, that yeah, I, I agree. I thought it was a great movie. And I feel like, um, as far as, like, you know, the found footage genre goes, um, if there was ever a, um, a good reason to do it in found footage style, uh, this is definitely a movie that does that in a natural way. It's very organic because the whole point of the movie is the social commentary on social media and following and likes and um, attention, uh, getting that digital attention. And, and like, and, and it, I just, I feel like this movie, as my review says, like it just tackles so many questions all at once, but it does it in like a really entertaining and like, it's like unsettling at the same time, hilarious. Like, it, the way that it, it plays with your emotions, like, in every scene, I thought was so good. And I, I think that's kudos to the lead actor who's from... Um, Stranger Things. I, I, I think his name's Joe Keery. Yeah, that's I right. think. And, uh, yeah, he's he does a, a fantastic job. Yeah, um, I will say that, I, too. Like, watching that movie made me feel really uncomfortable in a good way because I was never sure what he was going to do next. Yes, and it does such a good job of that. Like, he plays a, a really good sociopath. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it gives you an example of, like, what is a serial what would a serial killer be like in today's digital age mm-hmm. and i feel like that's pretty dang accurate and really not that far from like real stories that have happened yeah. not serial killers but people that have killed through essentially through social media not literally through social media but have like posted their murder on sure, social sure. media because they're trying to make and some kind of an impact and they do a really good and... follow up too at the end like the end of the movie has like a like a 10 minute section where they explain what happened yes. after and it's really cool so 
definitely yes. worth the money. I would pay ten dollars for that movie, and I did, and I don't regret it. Absolutely. All right, let's hear about Sputnik because this is a movie that I recall talking about recently as well, and it was yes. one where like some dude returned from space, and a lady was interviewing him, and then go. Yes. <laughs> so uh, Sputnik is one of two sci-fi horror movies uh, that should be coming out this year from Russia. Uh, the uh, This one just came out, but the, another one that we're looking forward to, um, the Colo, uh, the, the Super Deep. What's the Colo Drill? Oh, boy. Yeah, let's not. Okay, I, I'm super excited for it. It's supposed to be like the thing. Anyways, this one was supposed to be like Alien, and everybody was releasing it. They were like, this is an homage to Alien from Russia. This is Alien 2.0. This is a modern day Alien. Okay, so blah, blah, blah. It wasn't. Let's say it. It is nothing like Alien at all. Okay. And I like other than there being an Alien in it, and it having really good cinematography, none of the rest of it is like Alien. Now I think that everybody going around, and I believe even people on the cast and crew have been saying that it's like Alien. Need to quit doing that. Like just let your movie stand on its own two legs if it's a good movie. And guess what? Sputnik is a good movie, and it should have just left itself alone. But it, but I, I, people are going into it expecting it to be Alien, and then they're disappointed when it isn't. Suffer, and, suffering from its own publicity, yeah. Yes, and I just wish that they would stop doing that. They're ruining their own movies and these other reviewers and stuff. And I'm sure I've been guilty of it in the past as well. But you like, have to get a connection as a reviewer, right? You have to be like, this is oh, like this, in order for people to connect to like it, so they can know what oh, they yes. like. But you have to be careful, oh, not you, but people need to be careful about it, right? Like, they, they, you can't just, every movie can't be the thing, right? And that's what we get burned on a lot, right? Is every yes. movie's like the thing, and you're like, no, almost no movies are like the thing, and yes. stop saying that. Yes, and I, I feel like, I, and I do want to make the distinction, because I think you made a good point. I do want to make the distinction that there's a difference between saying a movie reminded you of another movie, or parts of a movie were like another movie, because that's going to happen a lot. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it'll, it'll like, remind you of another one, or they're literally paying homage in the middle of a movie to something mm -hmm. that you've seen in the past. There's a difference between saying, this movie is like this other one, and saying, this is the next blank. Yeah, like, oh, for th sure. There's a big difference. Like, you're, you're putting a big... You're, you're putting big shoes on the ground for this movie to fill, and not giving it the chance to stand on its own two feet. And, I it, like, it, for example... I, I've in my review I contradicted myself by or I was being hypocritical where I said this is nothing like Alien and everybody's saying it's like Alien and then I said if anything it's more like Arrival than it is like Alien and now and, and I wasn't saying that to say oh it's it's the next Arrival or no it's but just that's arrival. the juxtaposition that's I was gonna make was like I bet it's more like um like it's not Alien but it's more like another movie that's an encounter movie right it's not exactly like alien it's like arrival or it's like life or it's like one of these other films that is not about the same thing but has similar tropes right yes okay. yeah it's like it's a similar um plot on its basic structure but this one takes it in a different direction it's much more of like a dark sci-fi film like a dark sci-fi drama than it is a horror movie is it worth seeing horror. though like on its own. I think so. Okay. I really do think so. I thought that it was a really, I thought it was a good movie and it has a good story. But, and, and thankfully I could tell pretty early on, I'm like, okay, wait, this is an alien. And so I was able to enjoy it for what it was. Okay, good. Um, so but if like, you go into it, don't think it's alien and you'll probably be fine. 
I think so. And, but, and also don't go into it thinking it's going to be sci-fi horror. It's got some horror elements to it, but to me it was a lot more about, like, the sci-fi element of it and the characters. And just enjoy it for what it is. It's got great acting in it, and the I think the characters are great, and the plot is, is pretty fun. Um, but it's definitely not Alien. Okay. Well, there we go, everybody. We're a little over on time, so we're going to wrap it up there today. Uh, thanks for listening. Like, comment, subscribe. Let us know what you think about the trailers we talked about. Let us know what you think of the movies we talked about. And, you know, keep reading our uh, our, our site, our site, our articles. You know, let us <laughs> yeah, keep experiencing us. And, yes, and we're, we should be um, coming up here in the next couple weeks, I think, getting some uh, Telluride Horror Show um, first wave movies that we'll be getting into and that they are going to be going digital this year yeah they are and we'll talk about that in another podcast probably next time but uh, there's some movies that are coming out early that we're going to watch and review as well so get ready for that yeah yep we're doing it all right thanks for everybody bye see ya